Yeah. We'll see, because that, that's the way it goes, Tim. Welcome to Unchained. Again. Again. Take <laughs> two. <laughs> 182. Take and two. And a half. And a half. <laughs> yes, um, we've had one of those unfortunate moments that have happened many a time <laughs> over the years um, and had a podcast recording die. But we, we did at least find that out early enough yeah. that we only lost some talk about Final Fantasy 15 but that's all right these guys can continue that next week because I'm not here but (laughs) (laughs) if you're wondering who I am and you stumbled upon this by accident I am your host Neil Bolt Neil Bolt in fact and I'm joined as ever I just realized I was very mumbly I am it is me it is me there are ah, some who call ah, me. Ah. <laughs> you may know me by different names. <laughs> the name you may know me by is <laughs> one nail bolt, two nail bolts. Uh, you get a nail. You get a nail. Everyone gets a nail. Nail. Um, before me. Um. Yes. One. I don't want a nail. Why you? Yeah. Look at Mr. Well. Beastie, so you have to have one. <laughs> <laughs> As you may notice, I am joined by the Ben Shillabo Hall. Hey. I am joined by Tim Tim. This is quite frankly the best theme song I've had so far. Yeah. It's, you have it's, you have quite a tall order to when you come back. I think. Yeah, I hope we're recording this time. So we didn't do oh, yeah, that, right? Send send it to our record studio. <laughs> we need to monetize this bitch. <laughs> Hashtag. It'll be our new intro. Do it to white. Everyone just stops listening right away. Do it to white lines. Just go. Tim. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Before it gets too far. Um, yes, and also Gary. Is it? <laughs> yes, here also. Hi, Gary. We love you long time. No, you don't. You hate me. Lies and slander, all of them. We only hate you because that's the way you say you, you, hey. know, you hate video games, so therefore. In, in in our new America, lies and slander is the truth. So get used to it. Sick birds. Wow! It's like if this was a Winnie the Pooh thing, yeah, we've we've got our eel. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm so the tigger. So the tigger. What's a so tigger? I said I'm so the tigger. Oh, I thought you said like a solar tigger. It's like like Dragonball now. It's like different versions of Winnie the Pooh. Super Saiyan Winnie. It's like oh shit, I'm like headed. It's like a sentient honeypot <laughs> kills Tigger and reborn a solar tigger. And then he comes back as Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. Yeah. And this is to go beyond Tigger. <laughs> oh my god okay yeah you know what it says this may be short I don't know <laughs> maybe 
maybe we're going to cut out a bunch from the original one but uh we're still probably going longer than we expect because that's what we do here but um not the only thing we do of course we do talk about video games at the playstation persuasion and well i think we'll just go straight in this time and do what we've been playing and then see how time is after that maybe we'll talk about other stuff we'll switch it up a bit this week let's uh have fun with that so tim what have you been playing you know what's really weird about asking that question i can't remember <laughs> that's a th- man this is bad I've, I've been playing a little overwatch just because of the event but I know I've been playing other stuff, and I can't remember. Would your PSN tell you, trophy-wise, maybe, what you've been playing? Oh, God, yes. I finally, thank you, I finally played through Lost Legacy. <laughs> yes, yes. And how do I forget that? <laughs> I don't know. Man, loved it, though. Yeah, it's, it's very good, I would say. So, And seeing... This week since it's come out, the, the praise from people just playing it now is it's, it's lovely to see. It's It's been welcomed nicely. I think it's um, one of those games that shows that uh, you can have a big budget game at a budget price. You know, cut some corners, obviously, with, you know, in terms of how long it is. and uh, you know, Between this and Hellblade, you know, big things on Sony's console that uh, affordable prices, it's good showcase stuff and hopefully like a nice mid-tier sort of thing coming back where you get high quality games for a lower price but, you know, i that. hope it's the future man i i do i hope it is like a rebirth of that that has been lost very much and i would i would be more than happy to pay 30 to 40 dollars for a four to five hour experience yeah it's like dollars actually for- yeah, I, 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 well, this, yeah, six for, um, six, seven for Uncharted Lost Legacy, which I think is just perfect. After yeah. four, which was, you know, four is good, but, you know, it is big, long, not the sort of game I really want to play. Girthy. Yeah. Girthy. <laughs> yeah. Girthy. <laughs> yeah like, like, thinking in retrospect, like, if the order came out at that kind of price, yeah. I think it would have been a much bigger success. Mm-hmm. Like, it's straight up. Huge success. And then dollars and people being angry for it. And that's the truth. But now that games are going to have to justify that extra you know, money. Uh, it's like, and unfortunately, that means that a lot of them will justify it by having multiplayer modes that have lots of loot chests and or maybe. I they think do. this sounds like a good conversation, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Or, yes. And you know what they, you could also do to improve your chances at those loot chests? You could also go buy some pizza rolls. And get some free coins for you. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. You know, you could also just scrap having any multiplayer mode and just have loot chests for the sake of it, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Because well, just scrapping the game and just have the whole game be in a loot chest. Yeah. Because let's, let's monetize single player. They get levels. Yeah, for nothing. Perfect. Which is monetize single player. <coughs> Shadows of War. <laughs> My God. You Shadows know, of the Green yeah. Lantern. You know what? Yeah, that is. A thing we didn't really get to talk about, but I've never had my interest in a game killed so much by non-game bullshit. Really, it's beyond a joke now. The fact that it's a single-player game kind of makes it worse. 
because you you kind of sort of roll your eyes at the big companies doing that for like multiplayer focused games. You're like, yeah, yeah, I see. You want it to last long as a platform. EA say that with a lot of games, and yet they do that for their yearly games as well. So hmm. it's a it's a bit of a shit to take there. It's like yeah, I, I was very much excited for Shadow of War when it, yeah. was, when it was announced, but now it's like then it happened. I'm 100% with you, Neil. Like, I don't want to get too deep into it because I'll just get super angry. Oh, um, as opposed to mildly angry. It just doesn't make sense when you come, like, from Warner Brothers coming in from something like The Witcher 3, which they published, and they were okay with all the free DLC that game got and expansion packs that were as big as a regular game. For was it, sorry, wasn't it, it was um, Bandai that did yeah, uh, Bandai did Witcher Three. Which... No, that explains sure. that. Let me see. Pretty Thou sure. shalt Google. Dun, 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 dun. Do 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 do. While we do research during the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> this message is brought to you by professional Snacky s'mores, Snack Lay's s'more. crispy tacos, Lay's crispy taco crisps. Uh, okay, it's just like lettuce. No, it's just CD Project Red, but I think yeah, Warner Brothers. Okay, oh, yeah, you were right. Different regions published it. There, I think North America was Warner Brothers, and yeah, I Japan know. was Bandai Namco. Yeah. I think Europe got Bandai Namco as well. Because uh, I'm sure, mm-hmm. yeah, we had it for that. Yeah. What really? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at their wiki, and it says publishers, developer, and publisher is both CD Project. Mm, yeah, on the um. Metacritic page that says that uh, Warner Brothers were behind it. Maybe it just appeared. Oh, here France. we go. Warner Brothers. Okay, I, I, I'm not going to click it. But destructoid is... Anyway, yeah. yes. I, yeah. I'm looking at the box and it has Warner Brothers logo on it. Yeah, so I guess. You can't believe the box. <laughs> the box is a lie. Yeah, they did say, and it's not the only game because um, Dying Light did that a lot as well. They had a lot of cheap and decent DLC stuff and also. Uh, a, a good expansion for very little money as well and I don't know there was this sort of crosswise it's not the first game this year clearly because Injustice 2 biggest bugbear is that, that, that they added all that don't get me uh, started all the just... crates all yeah. of them all, all of the crates are belong to them not us ah <laughs> uh, dear continue please <laughs> <laughs> But going yeah. back to Uncharted. Yeah, sorry, yeah, going back to that. I would like to add, actually, that um, it kind of like, justified a thought that I've had. I didn't really think that Sam could be like. Uh, a, oh, 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 just a, before we go anywhere with that one, that might be considered a. Uh, ooh, good point. Yeah. Good point. How dare you? How dare you? You point. can be. <laughs> we can't be fake now, but it's <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that Sam could be a woman. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just don't just look at him. First off, second off, Troy Baker <clears throat> saved it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That was this the almost save ever. <laughs> No, 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 it's not. I've done worse. There was this uh, uh, way back when I was in a podcast with 
on. And this was after a year of Arkham City being out for the first time. A year. And then Don is a huge, huge Batman fan, so I just kind of, you know, threw it off, right? Because there's no chance that he didn't just absorb that game when it came out. But no, he didn't, and I didn't know, and I didn't bother asking. So, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't played any of the two versions of Arkham City. (laughs) I mentioned saying that the Joker died. He lost his shit mid-podcast. You you bastard. How dare you? (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) Oh, God. So, yeah. That was bad. Oh, my God. Yes, sorry. Wow. <laughs> it's the original plan. Um, yes, the addition of an extra wheel, if you will, to the end of that game is a curious one at first. And it's like, oh, do, I, do I really want it? But, I don't know. At the end, everything fits nicely. And it, it just I think the near end scene of that, where everyone sat together... And just like, yeah, this is it. I want these guys to be the future of this franchise if it's going anywhere on that front. Yeah, no kidding. Oh my god, you're serious. You got it, boy. This is no little thing. Womp. Womp womp. Yes, yes, Uncharted Lost Legacy is very good. That final set piece, eh? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And I know what you mean, after looking through your review, there is definitely one distinct game that came to mind a lot of times. Mm. But it, it was really like... just set in with... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I must admit, Naughty Dog really took a chance when they decided to tie in with Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you bastard. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, lovely little story definitely fleshed out two characters that hadn't really had much in the franchise really you know i think let's be honest chloe wasn't a fan favorite really just because of her winning personality it's yeah because women in games at the time and everyone was like oh women being slightly sexualized it's fine um but yes it was nice to see an actual human side of her this time rather than just be like the other person that's a bit of a bastard and doesn't seem to care if anyone dies Hashtag. but yeah but yes it was nice in that regard and Nadine who you know, was literally secondary villain spoilers uncharted for um, <laughs> again nice to see that she again has more of a personality here to the point where I didn't think I'd love her as much but yes wonderful Love, love, love those two together. Mm, so good, so good. Man, their their yeah. chin wagging was great. It was. It wasn't. You know, it was in the same vein as like the Drake Sully sort of stuff, but their own. You know, it was like the sarcasm was more you know, real, not just good humoured, like it is between Drake and Sully. It's like uh, there's barbs here and there, and like you know. Well, I'm just with you because I don't. I have to do this and money, 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 money. Reluctance and hatred and pissiness, pissiness. And yeah, it's, it's just it works in that sense. And even afterwards, they sort of can jokingly reference that and be nice and uh, forever. Uh, it's the best Tomb Raider game that's come out in years. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> If you're going for a female-led 
sort of uh, adventure where you go and raid tombs. It's it's definitely better than those ones. Well, after playing Rise of the Tomb Raider, I 100% agree. I still yeah, haven't played that one, to be honest. But, uh, and yeah, I like the first one, but I think this is a better storytelling game and in terms of the action, it's more hectic. So that really just leaves that with um, it's got good scavenging. That's about it. Um, yeah, that 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 middle bit, I felt genuinely interested in treasure hunting. Yes. Even it, whether it was for you know whatever was in place at the time, I'm gonna avoid spoilers this time. Oh, you can tell. In- I mean, the sorry, Gary. I the, love plot, you. The, yeah, the plot description of the game pretty much tells you you're going after the Tusker Ganesh, and that's that's the thing. Well, I mean, you have those little things too in that drivey bit. Hmm. that you can get like some other stuff and I won't spoil it because it's pretty cool and there's like a really cool photo op that made me giggle so just do it anyway uh, one thing that was really I, what I, I just loved it I felt so it felt so organic and natural I come across and be like oh shit okay let me check this out because you know it's not one of the things that it doesn't say like go here to do this go here to do this it it leaves it wide open you don't have to go, you only have to really go to like four points on that big map yeah, after, after that, there's, it goes back yeah. to classic Uncharted. Almost, as I say. Yeah, yeah and I love that. There are these little things you can just kind of come across, and every time I did, even when I was going through it the second time, I'm like, I know what I'm doing, but I'm going to go do it again. <laughs> do it again. Fantastic. Yeah. Anything else you play? Other I, I, I guess the only other thing that I've really played this week is uh, Madden. Oh, yes, because you reviewed the Maddens. The Maddens, and Longshot was a surprise. Which is the uh, story, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Was... Yeah. Man, I'm just surprising. I, um, Though I won't go into it too far because that's the point of the review. But I will say that despite being really cool and have a lot of really interesting ways to both deliver knowledge of the game that I didn't even know and good characterization I worry that with this formula that they're most likely going to use that it will be dead next year they need something special to keep it going it can't I don't think that this could be repeated without some sort of special something to make it more significant mm-hmm even like a higher budget, I don't even think that could do too much. But I mean, they leave it open for other seasons. <laughs> but you know, things like that. I don't. But they they need to do something special for it to be an annualized feature. Yeah, I think mean, I think like FIFA, they um when they did it went with a you know a star on the rise and they only give you a certain amount of success and glory to ensure that there are higher goals to aim for but at the same time they already put you at a top club if you so wish and yeah you know there's only so far you can go from there and yeah though a friend of mine did have uh, an idea where i think he got it from somebody else maybe it was greg miller because he listens to his podcast a lot and i don't know why but he was talking about how um this is actually a good idea and i'm surprised i'm gonna tell you um i was it's it's this kind of thing where like they like you know how they you know they have monetized like card packs and stuff for 
the ultimate teams and shit like that. Why not like every couple of months they have it so that like new content comes in so that they can like continue on with the season or like continue on with that character's narrative like throughout the year. Hmm. So because, you know, like right now is the start of the season in actual football, but where long shot starts off or ends is right after the draft, which has been like two months in, in real time. It's been two months ago. Wow. So like, it'd be kind of cool if they, you know, added in like a couple months actual time, they would add in, you know, like his first season and all the shit he had to deal with for that. I think that'd be a really cool touch. Yeah, I think that's a, a good shot. I mean, they could even, you know, they can monetize it. It'd be fine because if it's that kind of content, it'd be worth, you know, 10, 15 bucks. Because it was something like seven, eight hours. And it was all really good content. So, yeah. So essentially just like making an episodic game inside yeah. the, the, the game. I mean, yeah. And I, I mean, it'd be stupid to make it, you know, a standalone game, really. But oh, it'd yeah. be beneficial for them because it also is connected to Ultimate Team because you can get at the end of it you get cards for the players that you represented in the story mode which don't really do anything except for be a card. I don't know. It's a good starting point. It's kind of cool to be you, you know, or be who you've been, and you know you get that kind of face. But it'd be kind of cool if you could get those characters in better cards so you can use them later and things like that. But I mean, there there are opportunities with it. We'll see what they do with it, but. Yeah. It can it can easily get run out, I think, if they just try to do the same old, same old. Yeah, I think that I think this, after the second year of any of these games where they've done a story, I think that they are going to really, really struggle to sort of go anywhere else because otherwise you're padding it out for far too long, and that's just going to get dull. Hashtag, hashtag. Um, cool. But yeah, so, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Gary, what about you? Yes, senor. I have been playing. Um, <laughs> um, I do have Uncharted. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to play it today, though, because I would really want to play it. But um, I played the Call of Duty World War II beta. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not too bad. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, I've only played one match, but not too bad. So, so pretty much it's a carbon copy clone of Battlefield at this point. Um, eh. where, where they pretty much have the classes, and those classes have specific weapons and and gear that they get, um, and special abilities. Um, it, it also reminded me again why I don't play Call of Duty multiplayer because mechanics wise and the terrible input lag that Call of Duty has had since Modern Warfare is still there. Um. And you still die pretty much as soon as you spawn in like two, three shots. And it just, it really doesn't make it as fun as it probably should be. Um, a lot of the stuff that they had, like say in World at War, is not in the game anymore. Like there is no attack mm-hmm. dock in summon anymore. Um, and it's it's pretty much the same game. Like for some unknown reason, I can do a UAV with planes in World War II and they just fly in and tell me where all the enemies are. And I'm just like, how? <laughs> How else is this happening? <laughs> I mean, and like, metal gear. Sky, you see the plane, and it's literally moving slower than you're walking. Like, how is this plane even in the air right now? Metal and Gear. It was it was just hilarious to watch. But guns are super accurate, which they should not be for that time period. 
Um, well, I mean, that was how it was in World at War, too, so it's not out of their wheelhouse to do stuff like that. But, sure, but I think, you know, where COD has gone since then does seem a bit odd that they wouldn't try that now, you know. But then at the same time, this does smell a lot like, you know, they wanted World War Two, so here you go, have World War Two, but it is still essentially going to be the same game with World War Two. <laughs> I mean, they, they have female soldiers now, which, again, really baffled me, because I'm pretty sure there were female soldiers, but they pretended to be men. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Which is I'll the unfortunate to, aspect of the time. Yeah, I'll have to look through history, but I'm sure there were, and they did fight, but not to the point where, oh, they're, they're deployed, you know, with all the other men and stuff, like... Accuracy, not so much. There, there were, um, yeah, specific female like squads and such. So yeah, there, there is precedent for it. But and I think it, it's no harm in a game that isn't really going to be historically. Oh, no, it's, cool. it's not harm, but you, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to complain about it because historical accuracy type stuff. Well, there uh, are going to be people who will be planning about it for stupid reasons too. Wah, gamer game. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, they'll, they'll hide under that disguise of oh, historical accuracy. It's like you're playing a, a, a shooter where you, like, as you just said, Gary, you can use a, a World War Two plane as a UAV. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> I was like, how is this happening? Um, but they won't talk about that, will they? Jerks. No, no. But uh, I did get to. I think the the beta actually has all the multiplayer modes available to you, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Even hardcore. Yes, all of them are there. Um, the war mode I found interesting, uh, and the way that works is the allies are attacking, or at least there's only one map, and I don't know if the rest of the maps will be this way, but allies are attacking and the Axis is defending. And it pretty much moves from stage to stage. So like the first part of it is the allies have to take this big chateau that is occupied by the Nazis. Once they take that chateau and moves on, uh, to another part of the map where uh, the Nazis have destroyed this bridge and it's like the only way to get into the city and the allies have to repair that bridge and it's cool because like you have to go to the objective and you hold like the X button and the guy starts hammering <laughs> with the hammer and nail the bridge which is made out of stone and like it just builds like a construction thing like you'd see in construction games um, <laughs> and they have to defend uh, like the Nazis have to kill them as they're trying to build it while the allies are protecting the guys building it. But it has to be the players that go and actually start building it. And they're like wide open. So that was pretty fun. And then, you know, it just, it just moves on to different ones. Like after that, it goes to, you have to destroy um, this, uh, the artillery strikes and like the weapon cachet that the Nazis have. And then you have to like defend this tank. It's like the one tank rolling into the city. And it only moves when, the allies are next to the tank or in its vicinity. If not, it starts rolling backwards because it's getting overwhelmed. Um, but I thought the mode actually I thought was very fun. Uh, very nice addition to it. Um, yeah, the other one I enjoyed was, I don't remember what it was called, but I, at first I thought it was the mode that, it was the same mode that Killzone 2 had, where you can just go in and it randomly changes the game mode on the map. So I go go for Ooh, TV. yeah. Okay. Uh. And they have a mode like that, but instead of it being on one map, it just changes the game mode and goes to a different map, which mm -hmm. is really annoying. So, oh, okay, you're playing Team Deathmatch, and then the next one is going to be, you know, a domination, but it's going to be on a different map. 
It's cool because you don't just play deathmatch over and over and over again. It just randomly selects a different game mode after one is over. Oh, I um, love that shit. Oh, so it's basically a playlist. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I say in which case, not too new. I suppose you can do that in stuff like Titanfall too, as well. Mm. But uh, another interesting aspect. I don't know if they did this in the last two Call of Duties, but in this one, you get to pick which division you want to be a part of. Like, you want to be infantry, airborne. You can be the Canadian snipers or the British, uh, I don't remember, saboteurs or something like that. There's no Soviet army, of course, because why would they do that? The British one but, was like the explosive division or something like that, if I'm rightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The armored but division. That was it. You have, to, you have to play those divisions in order to level up those divisions. Yeah. So, say you, you select, like, um, what's it called? Like an airborne, but when you're, you know, selecting which weapons you want before the fight starts, uh, or as before you spawn, if you go and select like, um, what is it, infantry, I believe, you won't gain any experience points for like ranking up that division. You okay. have to use the weapons and gear that's specific for that division. Okay. If that's if that makes cool. sense, it's kind of hard to explain. Very cool. But no, it's, I, I like that touch. Yeah, but but you unlock all of them after like rank four. So like rank two, you'll unlock the second one, so you can easily go and pick and choose after that. But yeah, if you're like say airborne and you're like, damn, I can't do anything in this big map with my submachine. I want to be a sniper. You go pick sniper, but you won't gain any experience points for it for that particular class. You have to have the class selected in order to gain experience with the weapons that you're using for that class. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, it, it was fun, but again, it, it, it not much has changed multiplayer-wise for Call of Duty, even though it's a different setting. Um, other than that, I actually can talk about this game because there's no um, embargo for information, I guess. Uh, I've been playing Absolver, ah. which I know a lot of people are looking forward to. Um, I wasn't one of them, but I decided to review it because circumstances. Um, <laughs> and I think it's very mediocre, um, which is a shame to say, but there's a lot of stuff that it does that it could do a lot better. Um, mm. so you so you, what they advertise in the Resolver is that, okay, you can make your own fighting style like you could and remember me. Yeah, Gary, just to, just, just to mention, Embargo as it stands is about one day and 15 hours away. So. Oh, I know. I can talk about the game. I just can't right, talk okay. about score-wise. Okay. Sorry, whatever. I didn't do the Embargo, so I just want to check before you went too far. Yeah, I, they said preview, tips and tricks, videos, all, all that is okay. Cool. Before. Okay. Yeah, so I can't talk about it. But, um, yeah, so like you make your own moves and, and all that. And it's cool to do that. Um, but you have to unlock those moves. And I wish I knew exactly how to do it because the game didn't teach me how to do it. Um, <laughs> you have to talk to an NPC that's in the world. And if you don't go, like when you start the game, you pretty much, it, it's very uh, Souls-like in its structure where you just start and you just go wherever the hell you want. 
Um, I can take this left path, I can take the right path, and go up the stairs to go to a different area. If I don't, if I didn't take the specific path to talk to this NPC, I wouldn't have learned how to learn new moves. Which is exactly why. About five hours in, I only learned one new move out of like forty, I think, that oh. the character has. Oh. Um, which is terrible. And pretty much the way you do it is you have to block enemy attacks to gain experience for specific moves for your character to learn. So what you're saying is you're a blue mage. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like playing Final Fantasy 2 all over again. <laughs> no. Yeah, so like, if say uh, uh, you're fighting an enemy and he does like a sweeping kick on the ground and I hold the block button to block it, this indicator will appear in front of the enemy saying that's a move that I don't, I haven't learned yet and it's one that it's building experience for me to learn, but I have to block the move in order to gain that experience. If I get killed in the fight, I lose everything I learned in that fight, and I just restart from the checkpoint. Oh. So you do have to beat the enemy to gain the experience from what you learned from that move. Um, that seems I had like, no idea that that's that like counterproductive to trial and error sort of thing. Yeah, because most of the time, I'm holding block just to learn new moves, and eventually they break through my guard, my stamina runs out, because your block is determined on your stamina, and then they just wail on me. Um, it's just like, if you were in a fight, right, and you, you learn something new in that fight, you wouldn't then go back to that same fight and go, oh, well, I've forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man, if it's boxing, I'd probably lose my mind. Yeah, like, <laughs> And defeat, that's really the only penalty for losing or getting beat and having to restart from the checkpoint, um, which is kind of a shame. Uh, there, It's not like, oh, you lose, like, souls or something like that. Um, that sounds like, so, like the Pokemon effect where, you know, you've reached level 50, you've reached level 20, you've learned a new move. Do you want to forget your old move? You've learned <laughs> how to bite things. <laughs> you can't eat anymore. <laughs> to be fair though i in my old age i've forgotten how to bite and now i'm really boring oh sad face just gum on everything oh uh, <laughs> the actual combat though is quite fun though um when it's one-on-one -on -one. um it's really cool to to be able to uh mix different moves together and like you can equip different uh attacks depending on which phase of the attack you're in. So say uh, you're, you know, you have a three-hit combo, right? Um, if you put a move, like, each first, second, and third hit um, has different moves that you can put into them. Um, and you can mix and match. There's four different stances that the character goes through, and you can switch them manually by holding R1 and moving the left analog stick. Or is it R2? I don't remember now. I never use it because when you're fighting... Uh, some of the moves just automatically switch you to a different to, to a different stance, and you can continue on. And it, it actually creates a really cool flow once you get more moves because you can go into this crazy combo that just uses a whole bunch of different stances, and it really tricks a lot of the the, the enemies you're fighting. Um, but it's important to mix and match like uh, like uh, like a block breaking moves, which are a lot slower and a lot more fast moves to be able to counter an enemy who's about to attack you before they're able to hit you. Um, it's very, 
very well done combat system. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's a lot more intuitive than it was in Remember Me, um, and it flows a lot better. But like I said, one on one, it works very well. The problem is most about ninety percent of the time you're fighting two, maybe three guys at once, and that's where the game, in my opinion, uh, fails the hardest because. For an unknown reason, the game automatically locks onto the first enemy you attack. And it stays locked onto him. You can change the lock-on by, again, holding R1 and moving the left analog stick. Or R2, one of those. I don't remember. Um, you can still attack the other enemies by moving the analog stick in their direction. But the camera remains locked on to the other guy. So... You're fighting the camera while you're being attacked by two dudes behind you. And they surround you all the time. Uh, like, the AI is very ruthless that way, where you can just, like, attack one guy and maybe be able to hit, you know, like, with a swinging move, another guy. Like, they'll surround you, and the moment you start attacking one guy, these two guys will attack you instantly. And then you're just like holding a block as they're just wailing on you and, and you're stuck in, in between all three of them. Um, very frustrating. Very frustrating. Um, Graphics-wise, it's got a very unique style. It kind of reminds me of like a Mark of Cree uh, and Lord of the Kasai, I think it was. Well, it's got a very cartoony look to it, but it works very well for it. Uh, as long as you don't look into detail too much, it'll like it, it looks pretty good from from the distance that everything is at. Um, but yeah, I won't go go too much more into it. Just wait for my review for that. But definitely not the what I was expecting from what they showed in the trailers for that game. And it's it's, it's a big open world game. Like you just run around and you find people. Oh, let me talk about the multiplayer really quick. <laughs> Um, <coughs> sorry. The game is constantly connected online. Um, I don't know why. Um, it has to be because a lot of the enemies you fight are NPCs. But the whole point of the game is the social aspect, where you're running around and you'll find another player, and then you can fight them if you want to, or you can team up to fight the NPCs or other players. Or you can go into like a certain um, like tournament social challenge thing where you just fight in an arena one on one somebody else. The problem, and it's a big problem, and it's one I actually rectified yesterday because I had no idea because the game doesn't teach any of this stuff. Um, but pretty much when you're fighting, and some other player just runs up and you know they help you out or something. If they hit you after the NPCs are defeated, you automatically go into a fight with them. If, if you want to or not. So no, <laughs> no way to sort of de-escalate. No. The, well, let me get to it. So like, they hit you, right? And then you go into a fight. I was like, okay, fine. Let's fight. I fought this guy. He beat me because he went in with like crazy gear. Um, and I was barely starting out. He had all these moves. I had like six moves. He probably had like 12. It was bullshit. But he beat me, right? When you die, your character's mask just hangs there, and you can hold like the X button to revive and respawn at a checkpoint. 
But if you're not fast enough, they can revive you after they defeated you. And I was like, oh, cool. He's going to revive me so I don't have to go back to the checkpoint. He revived me, and then he started beating the shit out of me again. (laughs) And he did it about four times, and I couldn't get away. I tried to run away from him. He just chased me down. I tried to fight some NPC, and he just kept wailing on me. And it was terrible because I wasn't fast enough to respawn at a checkpoint before he could revive me. I was furious. And this happened multiple times. Um, It's good because, like, when you're fighting... NPCs and somebody comes up and helps you or not necessarily helps you like if they hit you while you're fighting NPCs it doesn't initiate combat with them it only does it if there is no NPCs or any AI controlled enemies right yeah but it's still bullshit (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'd heard heard on uh, Twitter someone using that thing after someone had attacked them revived their opponent just to sort of rub it in their face and say look uh, I'm, I'm going to just leave you there. You know, I've revived you. Now, bugger off. You ain't beating me, sort of thing. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, clearly there's a room for abuse on that one. Uh, definitely. Yesterday, after... I I think I put, like, 15, 16 hours into the game now. Yesterday, I found out that I can actually go in and set it to invitation only. <laughs> because, again, the game didn't tell me anything. So what that does is it limits the amount of other players I see in the world and they can only help me cooperatively against NPCs or fight me if I accept their challenge to fight me or their ability to help me. Like you can send information through like a wheel, like you can do like emotes and gestures and stuff, or you can ask, Hey, you want to co-op with me and you'll, I guess, join a group and go fight together or a challenge. So I found this out later, 14 hours later, that I could do this. <laughs> Man. And I did, finally. And now it's actually more boring because I don't see anybody anymore. Like I, It's just me fighting NPCs. And before it was kind of fun to see other people fighting. I'm like, man, that guy is having a hard time. I'm going to go help him out. I can't do that anymore. And that's kind of, I guess... A, a payoff and a, a good thing and a negative, but it, it's kind of bullshit when you fight somebody who I, I clearly fought a dev the other day because he was doing shit that I didn't even know you could do. <laughs> he was such a high, he pretty much killed me in like four hits, and I was like, I think he's a little too powerful. He must be a dev, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know how people will, will perceive it. Uh, once it comes out, I'm sure a lot of people will like it, uh, a lot of the structure in it, but for me, everything they've done is a tad mediocre. Outside of like the core combat, if it was one-on-one, it'd be fantastic, but because you're constantly fighting more than one enemy, it actually becomes a chore. It really does. No. Which kind of sucks, but... Yeah. It sounds like this could be a bit Marmite. From I've heard good things as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, I think it may rub people up the wrong way though, as well, like yourself. Which is a shame. Yeah. Cause it, it it has gotten a lot of interest before release, just because it you know, how it is. You know, it make it's different. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, it's constantly connected online, and I don't know why it has to be, especially when I again have the option to now go in and turn off 
random dudes attacking me? Like, why do I have to constantly be connected to a network to play it? But. Oh, damn. <laughs> cool. Anything else? Um, no, that that's all I'm going to talk about for today. That's all she wrote. Ben, I know you have something. Uh, I've, I've been playing a few video games this week. A few? A few. Mm. Uh, recently, I played some Dissidia, the mm. close beta. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I won't say much because there's a lot of people that I know that wanted it who didn't get in, even if they did apply for the codes or even had the code that they're supposed to get. But it is a video game and it's fun. Oh, I'm going to sound terrible. I, I had the code. I downloaded it. I touched it. <laughs> well, I, I want to know about it. Like, how what characters are available in the beta? Uh, pretty much all the hero characters. You got Shantoto. You got everybody. One of each character. One of each uh, game. Yeah. You got oh, wow. Tidus, Cloud, Shantoto, Van, Lightning, uh, Squall. Pretty much all of the heroes. But none of the villains? None of the villains. Do they have normal Noctis and Chibi Noctis? <laughs> uh, Noctis is a uh, launch day yeah, DLC. It's... Of yeah. course. Is the pizza in there? <laughs> no, no, but instead he comes with a cup of noodle hat. It's Does Lightning have like 50 <laughs> different costume changes? That would be amazing, but no. But I did see a gift I would, of I would three definitely go with some the same team. Louis Vuitton DLC if they're going to do it. <laughs> Why don't I go uh, with Aragon, 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 Yeah, because she's brave. Uh, she's in uh, the yeah the mobile fantasy game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a DLC yeah. character for that. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. So yeah, yep. Dissidia it is a fun game if you like the PSP games. And yeah, you it does feel weird the jump is circle though instead of X. But, so does it play mostly the same as the PSP ones? Yeah, pretty much. It's just a lot of what? lot of stuff on screen at once. It's ridiculous. The UI needs to be fixed because the amount yeah. of stuff on the UI is just stupid. You got your health bar. You got your team's health bar. You got your bars for your actual health. You got your bravery bar. You've got your summoning bar. You got your opponent's team summoning bar. You got your resting bar. You got your, uh, you, you got your mini map that fills half the screen. And then you got the lines, you know, um, like Fantasy Twelve. Yeah, when you target someone, you get targeted. Yeah, you got that also on top of that. Yeah, so is it? Got to tone it down. Yeah, it's three on three, like six. Yeah, three on three. Oh my god, that's insane. Uh, the Bayer has online, which you can't uh, you can't pick who you play against. It's just random. So far, I've had about five, six matches. Four were fine. Two of them were lag fests. But it's a beta, so that's understandable. Uh, you've got yeah. practice where you can uh, free, free, free against AI. So you've got two AI in your team and three AI bot, yeah, enemies. And then you've got training mode where you can watch a video where it teaches you all the buttons. <laughs> and I think, Gary, I would say that the game is a little heavier oh, yeah. than it was in the PSP. Uh, it, everything was kind of snappy way back when. And even like the long attacks were pretty quick. But even now, like there's, there's a risk to pretty much everything you do, and it's kind of a nice touch being a fighter game, right? Yeah. So like if you want to use a super big attack, you're gonna have to make sure that your timing is good, or 
you're going to take one, right? You're you, you're going to be hit hard. It, and it's, yeah. I mean, you got to get used to that stuff. It's not going to be the same in that right like it was on the PSP, but it's a nice change because it gives some consequence to it. The only thing I nice don't like fighter. really is I find if you get knocked down on the floor, you stay down way too long. Yeah. That was PSP ones too. It feels yeah. like I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up, get up, get up, get up, nope. Because by the time yeah. I actually got up, they just already there to knock me out. Yep. I'll be back down again. <laughs> yep, it's so easy to get pinned. Yeah. And I get that there should be a consequence for getting on the ground, but yeah. you should find you should have a way to get back up too. Unless you're dead, then you Yeah. I mean. Unless you're dead. <laughs> uh, the matches last until three people die, and that could also be you. Yeah. So you you could die and then come back and then die and come back and die and come back and use the the lives of your team. Yep. Okay. Is it just w- one person against one person, or is it like a six? No, man? it's it's, it's six. six. Oh, so other people are controlling the other characters. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's pretty cool. It gets chaotic though, but it has that cool <laughs> feeling though. Like you have to. I I would say that this game would benefit so heavily from having a communicating team, yeah. like it is with any cooperative game, but. You know, like there were so many times where I'd be trying to do what somebody else was doing, and then they would shift gears, and I'd be like, "Well, shit! I got three people plowing on me right now. I don't know what to do." Oh my! It was ba- it's bad. It also, bad. the summons seemed kind of useless to me, but that's just me. I haven't even seen a summon yet. Really, I've seen one. I've, I've done them a few times. Just go for the summoning crystal. Pretty much fills up the entire bar instantly. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, the tip for something crystal is you go near it and press L2 and R2 to target it. Because if you try and just sort of switch between the target using L2 and R2, you know, individually, it just won't do it. Gross. Okay. You've got to press them both at the same time because that then forces it to target what was the nearest to you. Hmm. So you don't have to be looking at it then? No, you just have to be near it. Okay, that's kind of nice. Yeah. But I did. I did a couple of times by accident. I'm at rage. I'm like, "How do I target this? Oh, I've target of oh, shit." Um, <laughs> the next time I'm doing, I'm like, "What did I press?" <laughs> I love those games. Uh, so yeah, it, it's a lot of fun, and I can't wait for the release in February. But I do hope because there are so many server issues that they will do a, a more open beta test beforehand, so that they can yeah. test it more. I know there's one in January, I think, if you pre-order, but it'd be nice if they did it beforehand as well, I guess. Yeah, if they're having these kind of issues with closed beta, they should take another couple opportunities to try it out. Plus, it's free advertising. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, the studio was fun. I've also got Undertale. Yes, as did I. That is an amazing game. It really is. Um. It, it seems it's sort of game you end up underselling a bit because yeah. it's hard to sort of I don't say. know. I, I named my stream best RPG ever made. <laughs> Undersell. Undersell. It's, it's the problem I find is that it's hard to talk about without spoiling things about the game because much of what makes it great is just buried in within yeah. what makes the game work. So, and that spoils the story as a result too, because that's all tied in. But mainly, it's just brilliantly subversive of RPG games. It's just the stuff it does, especially yeah. the turn-based combat, is just ridiculous at times. Uh, some of the enemies as well. It's like 
Uh, yeah. Like, um, my favorite still to this day is um, in the Papyrus battle where um, he, he summons his special attack and it goes wrong. And the way it goes wrong, it's oh, just, yeah. it, it's just <laughs> honest to God, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Just all that, all the way they do that sort of bullet hell nonsense in the middle for you, when you're being attacked and it's different for everyone. Yeah. It's amazing. And I don't know, this, throughout the game, there are characters that just are just amazing. I like Likey, bro. <laughs> I, I like uh, Metaton. Uh, so the play gets in the way, not on purpose or anything. I took pictures I, of some of these. <laughs> but yeah, there's just constant stuff in that game. It, it on the surface, it just appears like you know, oh look, it's someone trying to do something like Earthbound yeah. a bit, but it's it's not. It's very much its own thing. You and, ask Washer to clean you, it hops around excitedly. <laughs> it's just it's <laughs> it's crazy, and the fact that you can t- your combat stuff, the fact you don't have to kill anyone, you, you can just. Basically, yeah. find a way around it and persevere. I've only killed one person, but I still feel bad. I, hopefully, I, I'll have to do it again. Yeah, I made the mistake of that one a couple of times, but uh, it's um, yeah, just the writing on yeah. that game, and for, it is about five hours or so long as a game, and it has some bastard hard sections, especially if you're trying to go passive. Because yeah, I'm on a, stuck on a boss right now. Yeah, so you um just um end up slogging out. All fight. I'm gonna say is ratings. Ratings. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wonderful game, and yeah, like I said, it's difficult to really push quite why, but if you want something that's yeah does an RPG game, but in a very different manner and takes the piss out of it, but also refreshes it, reinvents in some ways. Like stuff that I don't know if you could copy necessarily because you know, it's very much tied into its own personality. But, uh, yeah. Also, if you want a game with Jim Sterling is canon in it, then Undertale. <laughs> yeah, Sterling is canon. <laughs> but yeah, lots of lovely stuff in Undertale, that's for sure. Anything else for you this week? Well, a bit of Smite, a bit of Call of Duties, uh, a bit of Ark. God, uh, that's out next week, finally. Uh, and of course, the standard things, apart from that. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Um, I suppose that leaves me, and I've surreptitiously mentioned one or two things so far already, so that's fine. Uh, Lost Legacy being one and Undertale being the other, so they're out of the way. My list is small this week because I can't, again, talk about stuff I've been playing yet. Um, uh, All this MGS5 talk that sort of permeated recently made me want to go and get it again, so I did because it's in the sale, so got it nice and cheap. Um... Unfortunately, I forgot where I last saved the game before um, shifting it off. And it was a uh, Mission 45, which is a uh, Quiet's uh, epilogue mission, if you will. And I hate the fuck out of that mission. And you can't escape from that mission. And yeah, so 
my choices are either to do that mission or start again. So I'm starting again. <laughs> so, but yeah, not not the best first impression to come back to with that one, sadly. Um, and you know, as much as uh, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy is good, uh, it's it's not. Oh, Tim, you're back, and you just missed me talking about MGS Five. Yes, <laughs> I would say I was saying that um, having rebought it, I um, loaded it. Why? Up. Because it's a game that fascinates me. And as I said, we'll get into that one day. But I need to try it again. I do. I, I came back and uh, I forgot where my save was. It was on Mission 45, which is... Uh, oh, no. Yeah. And of course so you basically you got the game. Damn. So, um, yeah, I'm having to restart the game. <laughs> so, it's like, uh, yeah, sad. But yeah, got over that now. Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy, came out on PS4 this week as well. And it's okay. a game I, I have many platinums for this game i have the platinums for this game so you've done uh, the other ones the jack 2 and jack 3 no no no, just the first one the other two oh. are dog shite by comparison in my personal opinion um but yeah I've, i did the vita version of jack and Dexter and the ps3 version um so yeah i, I wanted to go for the hat trick here i swear the game gets harder though uh, uh, the more <laughs> years go on and real then, smashed shit up or someone smashed shit up <laughs> oh that was my background sorry we're doing oh that's fine it's like going I sigh. <laughs> but yeah it's like let's see i played it first what 16 years ago yeah christ um and loved it yeah then and finished it 100 of it etc and did it that twice i think back then then of course it came out about six years ago on um PS3 and later on Vita, and there, there were some difficult bits just for, because you know you, you die and come back quite quickly and easily. It's not such a problem. But I swear it's harder this time. Just this stuff, you know, like people have complained about certain aspects of the Crash Bandicoot games when they come back. It's like that with um, Dragon Silver, with like the fishing mini game that always pissed me off. Then still pisses me off. Still hate it. Like now. Um, Basically, it just gets faster and faster, and you've got to not catch the bad fish, or it's game over, and you can't miss more than twenty pounds of fish. And the big fish are about five pound each, and the little fish are a pound. And it, yeah, you, you can quickly start messing it up. But yeah, still love it. Other than that, it's just I think it's because I've been reviewing and playing so many games and just sort of burnt out on the idea of anything challenging. So <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it'll be fine. <laughs> so I can see that. Yeah, it, it is bad because I, I said this last week about Observer. It's like by the time I got to Observer, as excited as I had been for it, I felt like the edge was taken off it a bit by having played so much other in other games at the time. Um, so yeah, I tried to sort of refresh myself playing Pez as usual, and but and back on Titanfall two, which was yeah Titanfall. Swear to God no other game i can just come back after like weeks away start a game finish top of the list like that and better still and again why i love titanfall so much is you can finish top without killing anyone yeah just literally what i did in that one and i love how more involved that gameplay is than just accruing points from murdering people yeah i mean like even call of duty you know they have different modes and stuff but you still see people that will go and 
just farm kills because you get more points that way. Yeah, even Battlefield, to be honest. Um, once that became more popular, that started happening a lot more too. But people were just more obsessed with getting the kill count up instead of helping the objective. But And you still get it Dumb. in time too, to be honest. But it's to the detriment of those players more than anything. Because like, on the opposition team, there was a guy who went uh, kill crazy, killing all the time. On our team, we won, and I didn't kill a single person. I just defended yeah. and attacked the bases a lot like that. And sometimes it's more the fact that you don't get the last shot in on someone, and of course you only get an assist for that. But yeah, it's still wonderful, wonderful game, and I just—it's one of my favourites without a doubt. I, I can't stress that enough. It's a lovely, lovely thing, and that's me this week. Can't talk about some stuff, but ne- I'm not here next week. But uh, I would have been talking about everybody's golf, which uh, all right, tiny thing. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> tiny damn tiny. tiny it's good and the other one is a muso game and yeah they're all pretty much muso games so that's all you need to know there um so yeah me done over so i will hand over to myself for the predictions contest da, 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 da. last week oh, we yeah. had a Double header, didn't we? Oof, yes, we did. Where Alfonso quite cheekily tried to tell me that if he won, that I should give the points to Tim, which I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alfonso. That, that, that's a hanging offence in this business. Oh, terrible, terrible. Uh, i let it slide this time. Um, so, yes, we had two games last week The Escapers 2 and Filmerweed Park. Now, let's get on with the first one uh, The Escapers 2. I said six. Ben said eighty-four. Gary said seventy-two. Alfonso said seventy-three, and Tim said seventy-nine. The Escapers two finished on seventy-five. So point one goes to me. Uh, Sorry, Alfonso. No Tim points there. <laughs> and so close. So close. Um, I haven't had the system rigged in my favor, and I still lose. <laughs> Um, Fimble Week Park was next. I said 80. Ben said 51. Nice. He said, well, he guessed 51 because of his uh, random number generator. And Gary said 82. Alfonso said 69. Nice. Nice. And Tim said 85. The winner with an absolutely correct score was Tim on 85. What? what? Which is good, because I, I, I misread it at first and thought that Gary was the closest. <laughs> I, was like, I demand a recount. <laughs> okay. You were three points off. Tim was dead on. So there you go. There's, there's a recount. <laughs> oh, what I was biased recount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Tim doesn't win, though. This is dumb. I don't get it. Oh, you do win. You do win. This is it. So you're what am I at now? Two points? Three points now, because you got a correct score completely. So you get two points for a correct correct score. What? what so um let's uh, refresh that list tim you are well and truly in the game sort of now uh, <laughs> <laughs> that false hope so good oh you false hope let's break it down give you some context bottom alfonso with two next mike with two and a half then you tim with three points oh, look at me ben on five points gary on eight points and myself on 13 and a half points Damn. so yeah. We're going to have to find games that are easy to predict while you're gone next week, so then <laughs> we can pad these scores. 
<laughs> well, it'd be Destiny week, wouldn't it? So you know, uh, twould, I suppose. Twould that week. Um, we'll go double heads again just to give people a chance. And one game I have played, one game Gary has played. Um, everybody's golf and Absolver, uh, which are both out next week. Ooh. Now, of course. Gary has given an in-depth reason why he didn't like it, and I have sort of said, you know, other than A, so, you know, that gives you some idea there. And everybody's golf, I gave you the, the huge spoiler of it's good. So, it's a uh, <laughs> <laughs> huge spoiler. That's gold. That's gold. It we is. should review that spoiler. 99. <laughs> it's like, that'll be on the box. It's good. <laughs> Dude, people will buy it for that reason, I can tell you. Yeah, it would. Because Neil Bolt said it. Neil Bolt said it. That's my dream. Cousin to Usain Bolt. Half as fast. If that. I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> At least with his wit, yeah. Half as fast. <laughs> well, you know, Gary, I'm getting on. And I've put on a little weight around the midriff. It's like, he's probably a bit faster than me now. <laughs> well, you know, you You're got the good looks. Yeah, I got the good looks, and you know, I don't know. Usain Bolt is pretty, pretty. So, pretty, pretty. He is pretty. pretty. He is pretty. Um, anyway, <laughs> everybody's golf before we go on about Usain Bolt being pretty. Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> I will lead this time to give everyone a fair idea. Of yes. what I think. Because, you know, with this one, as I am reviewing it, it would be fair. This isn't my review score, just to tell you now. Um, I am going to say 80. Tim. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, Tim, you're next. I'm going to give it a 74. 74. <laughs> a ben. good year. <laughs> it's either a zero or a hundred. 100. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I can't do zero because it's good. Uh, I mean, I could put a thousand Ben. I don't think it make much difference. <laughs> <laughs> do it. He'll probably get exactly. <laughs> off the charts. Off the charts. Everyone starts giving it eleven out of ten. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> what about you? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Yeah, take his good... thunder. Good call. Good call. <laughs> right, on to Absolver. We'll go in the same order, to be fair. Oh, no, let's go with Gary first, because obviously Gary is a reviewer, so... I will give it... No, no, no not what you will give it, remember. Uh, not not as a review. Not as a review. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go with... 68. 68? Aww, so close. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost. I guess you just owe me one. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, I'm fine. Um, Ben, fifty-three. Of course. I mean, <laughs> Tim. The obligation, man, is sixty-nine. <laughs> nice. Um, actually, I'm going to go with sixty-six. Sixty-six. Okay. Um, I'm going to highball it. I'm going to say 73. 98. Oh, man. I thought that was going to be like a joke in itself. <laughs> I've on that. <laughs> oh, man. I'm I alive. say so. Um, yeah, so that concludes that. Um, 
pretty much does the podcast for us, I think, because we've talked long and hard, phrasing, uh, about <laughs> right that. We're back to it, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we ain't out of that little bushel yet. We ain't out of the woods yet. <laughs> We're deep in the thicket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well done thank you playing cricket a um, little bit of a business to tidy up um, as it would be we're back at it again I, I mean I didn't even mean it that time just um, automatically right now yes but uh, speaking of grunting and grappling we uh, of course had the Chili's Clues Wrestling Predictions podcast last week. Um, yes. I'm doing this now because it's like five weeks between this and the next podcast of that. So people, we might forget, let alone the people. Um, basically, it went well for me in the first half. Um, <laughs> where And Tim, we'll do Tim's scores as well, just to say it. But uh, I mean, out of five matches in the initial uh, NXT takeover part, I scored four points out of five. Ben got three. Tim got three. Very reasonable. We came to SummerSlam, and <laughs> it went wrong somewhere. Now, out of thirteen possible matches, Ben got eight. That's because I slammed you. <laughs> slammed the summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim, Tim did respectably with five, and I got two out of nice. thirteen. <laughs> That We'd... gave me an extra nine. Hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I, you I, didn't I, like it too much. Oh, XCOM, yeah. give it to you. I did eight that score. So yeah, just to clarify, Ben won SummerSlam NXT eleven points to six. Yeah. Yes, which means the lead is cut to five points. Um, I'm coming lead. for you next Sunday. <laughs> at the thing in my dome. <laughs> Why are you not Ed McMahon? <laughs> Ed McMahon. I mean, you'd be an improvement. You wouldn't be an asshole. Also, you'd be funny. Oh, Where we'll wrestle with trains or something. Trains or something. You're going to wrestle with trains. <laughs> okay. Maybe that should just be the wrestling podcast from now on. Just. just... Chili's promos. <laughs> As we battle we'll with foam ambulances on top of pedestals. Dude, I would watch that. Like, hella. <laughs> My good. So, yeah, th- there was that. Um, beyond that, I suppose we should say first on Pod Unchained on Twitter. Um, if failing that, follow me at Nesco on Twitter. Um, thank you for all your listenings and sharings and whatevers and that's all lovely i will leave the other guys now to uh do their little shouts and such um tim have at you uh everybody uh summer slam for giving me points thank you um alfonso for joining us last week it was it was wonderful finally i was so glad to have been able to meet you so glad it's been way too long come back Back, please. <laughs> and Gary, what about you? Um, solicitors, fans. Um, I thought you said solicitors. Then I was like, 
<laughs> yes, I'd like to. Th- I'd like to shout out Final Fantasy for soliciting. Yeah. There you go. Uh, for for. Alfonso for not wanting me to have his points. I'm kind of hurt by that. <laughs> <laughs> deeply. <laughs> Truly, madly, deeply. Truly, madly, and deeply. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to cry right now. Somebody loves me. Except for Tim. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds good. Sounds like stuff. <laughs> Sounds like stuff. <laughs> And last but not least, Ben. I want to shout out Evolve Mail, aka twitch.tv slash Evolve Mail, aka your girlfriend's extreme. I want to shout Klaus at Phoenix Down Radio for listening in. As always, I want to shout out Tim, Gary, and Neil for being on this week. Thank you again. Shout out to everyone who's listening, and I am the wrestling god! <laughs> That's a good shout out. Why good? can't I be your girlfriend's favorite streamer, Ben? <laughs> Evolve Mail is your girlfriend's favorite streamer. I'm going to I mean, I'm going to be your favorite streamer. I mean, if, if we're te- I'm going to be an Air Force Ranger. <laughs> Air Force Ranger. <laughs> sure. I was going to say, technically, does anyone have a girlfriend here? Because no. I have a wife. Tim has a wife. <laughs> well, he has a wife now, so I guess your wife's favorite streamer. My wife's favorite streamer. <laughs> I think she- yeah, and for everyone else, your waifu's favorite streamer. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There's there's your market now. (laughs) Your wife's favorite stream. That's you. So yeah, those are my shoutouts. Splendido. Episode uh, episode fifty of my Phoenix of Phoenix Down Radio is next week. Yay! Woo! Um, I suppose we'll probably do some sort of special podcast in the next few weeks that isn't wrestling because you know got to fill that gap keep those numbers up um that could still be uh the hellblade one i'd imagine with you guys but uh Gary and i have something in the pipeline hey. oh, phrasing um yeah he still owes me one i guess basically. i want to do a dragon ball special one day but come in there's a thing there's a thing we'll <laughs> cool yes so all wonderful and thank you again tim you were the biggest winner on the predictions podcast so you, you were will... the winner really so you get to say the end words teddy bye <laughs>